Hey everybody, and welcome to the Vulnerable Entrepreneurs, coming at you from the great city of Worcester, Massachusetts. I'm Sean Riley. And I'm Common Thrath. And today, like always, we're having a no bullshit conversation about the entrepreneurial way of life. All right, welcome back, everybody, and and especially um, Com, my my partner in crime. Um, how's how, dare I say how things are going? It's it's the same as it was yesterday, and it's the same as it was the day before because of this ridiculous pandemic we have that's apparently still getting worse. I know in Boston they they are now saying, given we've tried to have school, we're going to go back to remote schooling. So you know the disaster continues as we as we go through every day being the same. I actually, the other day I woke up, I forgot it was Sunday. I'm like, I got to do this today. I got to get these calls out, send these emails. I'm like, you know what? Today is actually Sunday. Just, just a day, same day as any other day, but you forget. So how about you? What do you got going on? Kind of like how you forget to get dressed when we get on zoom calls sometimes, Sean, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a 50, 50 chance. I'm even wearing pants today because I'm outside, but yeah, why get dressed, you know? So I, I told you my dry cleaner calls me up. He's like, are you all right? I just want to make sure that everything's fine. I'm like, yeah, I just don't need to wear suits right now. It's like, okay, well, you know, my business suffers because of that. So thanks a lot. I'm like, all right, I'll throw a suit on just to bring it to you so you can clean it. But, you know. On, on, on the note of school, I think early this morning, uh, someone, I had my second meeting, how are you doing, Calm? And I was like, honestly, I'm exhausted. Uh, I got to get yeah. my kids pretty much through 75% of the school works just to, I can balance my time for work. Right. So like, it's like, it's not, you try to say compounding time, you're not compounding time. You just really just like, you're, you're up, you're just maximizing every second, like literally every second of the day. And, but you have to also be very present for the kids. So, you know, sometimes I feel overwhelmed. Sometimes I mean, I'm exhausted. Um, every day at the end of the day, I'm sure a lot of other parents and people are, and I've talked to someone else who, who said, even though they're not commuting, they save themselves two hours. They're doing more work ever. Um, so I just think, you know, uh, it'd be, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing, uh, what are, you know, what our guests, how, how he manages his day and, um, really getting some insight. Cause as an entrepreneur, you are around the clock, you are especially in the beginning stages um, or if you're phasing up or you're scaling to the next level, it's like, it's almost like you feel like you're starting over again. So it's, it's, it's constant. Well, I want to tell you something. So our guest today, you know, you and I talk a lot about um, our experience. Oh, you know, when I started my company, we did this, or, you know, this is what I went through, or, you know what, we were trying to get funded. It took us longer, blah, blah, blah. Right. But it's always from a, we're always looking our, over our shoulder or for the, for a lot of what we talk about you and I come, it's a lot of, this is what I went through. I hope you can learn from it, but how about this? How about we bring in a guest today that's going through it right now. That is literally living what you and I have talked about through season one, season two, and really up to today, who has the pains of, of getting up every day and starting his startup. This isn't, you know, it wasn't a startup. It is a startup and he's going through it every day. And I want to introduce you to my friend, Max Gallardo, who's the chief executive officer. Everybody has a CEO, right? But he's the founder, which is really what we're going to get to today of Galaxis Incorporated, which is, I think, going to be something to, to watch and watch out for. So I think they're going to be a disruptor. And I don't like that word because it's too fancy. But I want to introduce you to Max. He's here today with us. And we're going to talk to him today about 
real time, man. What are you going through today? So Max, welcome to the Vulnerable Entrepreneurs Podcast. Welcome, Max. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That was a great introduction. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, yes, I, there's, there's a lot that I can share with you guys. Uh, I don't know where exactly you want me to start. So please, uh, do let me know. Well, like, uh, like I always do, Max, when we have guests, I'm, I'm going to make fun of you for a second because you're down in St. Petersburg, Florida, where it's cloudy. I'm up here in New England. It's beautiful, Max. It's sunny, 70 degrees, <laughs> no humidity. So I got to bring up the weather when I can, because who knows, tomorrow could be freezing cold and, and you know, flurrying out so i'll throw that out to you but you know as always you can give us money and you can give us um, your opinion and um, you can give us anything but one thing you can't take back is your time so we're very much appreciative of you spending time with us today and being vulnerable and telling your story of course yeah um uh, regarding the weather i would i would like to point out that St. Petersburg has a Guinness record of 664 days without rain. So, um, <laughs> yeah, be careful what you say. Uh, I <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So let's just start a little bit with um, Galaxis. Typically, we'll, we talk about your company at the end, but because you're a startup, I want to jump a couple of steps ahead and talk about Galaxis, what you do in a general sense. And then I want to get into why do you do it? I mean, you're a startup man, you and you're very talented and very bright. You could go get a job for the man tomorrow if you wanted to. So why? Why Galaxis? And frankly, arguably, why you? So talk a little bit about about that. You live it every day. You got to get up every day and start up or in some cases like me, start over. Talk about that a little bit. Of course. Uh, all right. First of all, what Galaxies does is um, we streamline the the position for businesses to reach out to influencers, and um, so influencers are a market that have the the biggest. Uh, bang for your buck when it comes to advertising. And uh, there is a, a problem right now uh, with this situation where we see a huge potential to influencers, but it's not very well handled. Like, like basically through social media and content and the internet and all that, um, basically we figured out everybody that uh, there's a huge potential there. And then everybody started to jump on that train, but there were a lot of problems with it, like anything. And uh, I've been on this uh, content situation since the very beginning of YouTube. Uh, I've been uh, watching all these YouTube growers, uh, sorry, all these YouTubers grow. And it's been uh, very interesting to see how the whole market uh, went from, you know, what it was to what it is now. Um, what Galaxy does is it has a completely brand new business model for what it is to monetize content and advertising for creators and businesses alike. 
So instead of uh, what happens on YouTube, where you know a company goes there and puts money on advertising, and it splashes all over the place, and you have to go through two videos before you watch your one song that you want to show your friends that right next to you waiting for it. Um, you know, instead of having all that situation, we do it so the businesses reach out directly to the influencers and they offer money directly. And that creates uh, a whole new dynamic for content consuming, uh, creation, monetization, and advertising, among many others. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's a whole new thing. I, I do think that the only reason why I have been doing this for so long is because, to be honest, it's really, really hard to make, to put it in simple words, to make the business model so it doesn't have outrageous numbers of income being produced for everybody because it's a huge market and we're basically tackling three huge markets and combining them in one platform. And, and when you see the numbers and you're like, oh my God, is this real? I have to be doing something wrong. And then you tackling down and say, okay, let's get rid of that. Let's make it more realistic. And it's still making a lot of money. You're like, well, maybe I'm onto something, you know? So yeah, that's, I that's my think, first. I think what makes your story very compelling, Max, is that, you know, there's this misnomer that when you go second, when you create something or, or um, equal to at the beginning, something that already exists, somehow that's easier. And I would argue it's not because not only are you creating a business, you have to look at what exists today and find out not only a better way to monetize it, but also you have to figure out the weaknesses in the existing model. So you have to look at it from almost a pessimistic perspective. You're not, um, you're creating something from a deficiency that already exists. And the second point I would make is your company is starting up in a, and going after a huge market whose purpose was not monetization to begin with. Instagram, wow. that's probably a bad example because they're kind of late to the game. So they, they might've had a monetizing model to it, but YouTube didn't start out to be, hey, we're gonna make a ton of money. It was, let's have a repository where people can post videos or how to's or anything. And innovators and frankly, pioneers like yourself are taking a look at that that existed for a completely other reason and saying, here's a way that we can monetize that and make money, not just for Galaxis, but for its constituency. And oh, by the way, some of that exists today and we're gonna fundamentally change that. It's like, we're gonna make this gun better even though there's a huge amount of guns out there, we believe we can make it better. It's still, it's still a gun. So you're, you're tasked with something monumentally more difficult than saying, I wonder how we can monetize YouTube, right? It's, it's, I would argue it's more challenging. It's, you have to be very focused from the very beginning. Right. Yeah. It, it does uh, take a lot of effort and to, to do all that. I, I did spend uh, basically a lot of time thinking on how to do this. I would uh, walk, you know, go on really long walks like the whole day and think about all the situation, how it's been handled, uh, what are the flaws, and then come out with something that would make a lot more sense. 
for everybody. And, and, and part of that comes from my own personality, which I completely dislike greediness. And greediness is something that is sort of creating a lot of friction for the evolution of mankind. And this platform, I think, could be a game changer for all of that. So I really appreciate you saying that. Um, I think it's, we'll talk a little bit about purpose. And, and, and now we're going to jump back a little bit, right? So we talked about Galaxis and what you do and, and a little bit about how you do it. Kam and I want to know the why. Like, what, what is your purpose? And, and how does that spill into or influence your business? Like, you woke up, well, you went on long walks, which, by the way, as your startup, keep, keep doing those. They will go away as you get busier, but you have to keep doing that. It, it, it's, it's something you need to, to focus on. But what is, what is the purpose of Galaxis, which means as the founder, forget CEO, the founder, what is your purpose? What is your why? To, well, I'm going to sound like a model here, but I want to make the world a better place. Um, the, the why is I believe that content, it's probably one of the biggest things that we have in the world that will make the world go around. And we need something that makes justice of the hard work of those that produce it to match it with the demand and the possibilities to generate income for everybody. Tell me where, when you thought of this, you know, was there fear involved? What was your thinking? Was there any fear? Was there any anxiety? Was there any doubt? Because like, do, do you do this? Do you not? Do you think this idea is, is crazy and stupid and, and you don't do it? So what, what was happening there? I was in Argentina and I went there to do uh, professional drifting, which is my number one passion, um, you know, with cars, you know, going sideways and all that. And um, I, I met a girl and I just went ballistic with all these emotions and all that. And I was 28 and things took a really, really hard turn and I snapped. I, I didn't snap at her and I snapped with my own emotions. Um, and when I snapped, I realized that probably part of why that did not go well was because I was not in the right place. Like I was not taking life as seriously as I should. And then I started to look around and when you look, when you walk around the streets of Argentina and you see a lot of families and a lot of unity and you know, you literally like you see in, in, in USA, you go here and you don't see as many groups of people together as you would see over there. And it kind of painted a picture of family. I was 28. So it, it, it started to click on me that I need to start, you know, growing up. I was 20, like at 28, it's when you, I feel like, uh, no, actually I feel no. I think that technically it's when your brain like stops developing or something like that. And you finally grow up to a maturity level that is unprecedented to your, to your previous ages. Uh, and I think that may have clicked on me and I was like, okay, I need to make something happen for real this time. I need to focus. I need to, 
to, to go somewhere with life. I didn't have much of a goal. So um, very shortly after, I woke up at 3 a.m. In, in a friend's house with an idea that could potentially change the way that advertising works online, which is this thing that it's become. And uh, that idea um, originated because a friend that was a musician was struggling as a musician. And I figured, what if there was a way to make that better? And then I realized that the same problem was happening on Facebook, on YouTube, and you name it. And I realized that this could potentially become something that uh, could help many more people, that I could apply it to sports, I could apply it to music, uh, you know, you name it. And uh, it started to go from there. Uh, I started pitching it to random people that I met. Uh, I started going places and, and asking people, how can we make this happen? Um, the hardest part of the whole journey is that I wasted a lot of time trying to figure out what to do because I did not know that was an, uh, that I was an entrepreneur or that I was at least a one entrepreneur. Um, and I did not know what to do. The resources in Argentina back then, this is where it started. I was just traveling there for some time and the resources over there are very non-existent at that time. So I came back here, I started to do some digging around and I, also wasted a lot of time because there were a lot of people that are out there to get your buck and disappear. And that's, that happened to me many times. I, you know, I got, you know, in a lot of situations where I ended up losing, you know, and it made it a lot harder to, to become something, to build something. And eventually, you know, things like, um, for example, accelerators um, started to make sense and I ended up on one that helped a lot. And, you know, it kind of guides you through what you have to do in order to get to that point. Um, that I think uh, made the most sense to me. I really compiled this little story into a, a very fast uh, <laughs> time thing. But yeah, that's pretty much what what it happened. Yeah. I think it's pretty, um, I think it's pretty kick-ass that you can blame a girl for Galaxis' success. I think that's, I think that's, so for all the women entrepreneurs we have out there, kudos yeah. to you. You're the kryptonite. You have the power. Here's a perfect example. But, but you know, I kid, but truthfully, you can tell that you're purpose driven because, you know, I look at YouTube is a great example, right? You have, um, people, I was talking to Kam a few weeks ago and he didn't even know who this person was and actually neither did I until I read a story about it. But, um, uh, is it PewDiePie? Yeah. Th this, okay. 30 million followers yeah. on and, YouTube. Yeah. And, and $25 million. Story, $25 million yeah, exactly. yeah. In one That's year. Right. And you're like, wait, what? This kid is making 25 million a year. What, what is he doing? And then people start noticing um, exactly. the, same, the same thing is happening with esports, and people are not realizing this. A 13 year old made a million dollars the other day. Yeah. And that's something that keeps happening. You're like, but how? 
And what people are not realizing is that there is, or, or maybe struggling a little bit to realize, but see, here's, here's the dynamics of what, where the future is going. Online, you have millions of people at the same time. And when you show an ad online, there's a lot more chances that a lot more people are going to see it versus putting an ad on the street where, you know, somebody's, uh, you know, on the street, like it, people may be a little bit scared of looking away or, or whatever, you know, on the street is kind of harder. But what I'm saying is things are turning digital very, very fast. COVID made a huge push for that to happen and, and, and become more like that. And to make people understand in the entire planet that going online is actually perhaps a good thing because it, it's, you might not see it at first, but it's creating a lot of solutions to a lot of problems that we have. You know, because we have the internet, we can create millions of jobs from home and not have to do a lot of the things that we used to. There's a lot of, you know, buildings that are just empty now. Uh, there's, you know, a lot more, a lot less traffic uh, causing pollution. Everybody's like, well, we have to be entirely car electric uh, by 2030. And well, you know, this is helping. Uh, but anyways, getting back to the subject matter is that people that are doing things online that are creating traffic, that are creating impressions for companies to make sales are being a lot more effective than anything else on the planet. And if you can figure out how to put that content with the sales, and the advertising on the same place, then I think that is a, a gold mine. I, I will say an unprecedented gold mine. Uh, the number one money making on esports is advertising, and they do it through sponsorships. And on I think it was 2015 or 16, they they reached a billion dollars. They had to decline a lot of the people because there was no more space to put all this advertising in and you know esports is also growing so fast that the media is like they're like oh yeah this this kids playing video games are making money and then everybody's laughing at them and then this person says well you know this kid made uh two million dollars in a couple months and, and they're like oh can i play yeah well right. you know i i understand that you're interested now but you know that's how things go well, let's talk about this a little bit because your business is, like I said, you're, you're doing something better. You could argue you're solving a problem, but really you're doing something better than it exists today. And, you know, you and I go back, we, we haven't known each other that long, but we've, we've gone deep and I've talked to you throughout the year and you're like, Sean, you know, oh my God, I got to eat today. And, you know, I, I got to raise some money and, help me, you know, what's going on. Talk about, you know, there's the, the toll. I mean, we're all vulnerable here. There is a toll on me when I started that, that is on your mind all the time, right? Particularly when you're hungry or you're worried about where you live or putting gas in your car. 
how do you maintain focus on what you're trying to accomplish with Galaxis? Again, you know, we're not trying to scare startup entrepreneurs away, but we are trying to scare startup entrepreneurs and make them understand what you, Max, go through, what I went through, what Com goes through, every day to get this balloon that some days is filled with lead off the ground. Where do you get your belief from? And where do you get your energy from to, to know or to convince yourself daily that what you're doing is your purpose? Can you talk a little bit about that? There's a lot of things that come to mind. Um, one of them is obviously, you know, survival. The, the, the concept of starving uh, is big. Uh, you know, the, the fact that I have been a ramen survivor for quite some time and it, that, that, you know, it, it's, you know, it's been since, since my childhood, uh, you know, it's, it, I didn't come from money. Um, and it's been really hard throughout my life. So I see that there's a lot of suffering in my life and those around me, and I want to improve that. So on, on one aspect is I want to have a better life. I want to be able to help those who help me. I want to have, you know, um, a life that does not think about the next paycheck. I want to have, just enjoy it. You know, you only live it once. I don't want to think about the paycheck. I don't want to work for a company that I have to think about the paycheck. And so there's, there's the, some kind of anger on that side that I don't want to do that. And so I'm running away. And the other, other option is do this, have your own company. Okay. Now I have my own company. What's going to make it work? Well, the only thing that is going to get this off the ground is if I use all of the energy that I have and I ask for the earth, some of the energy, because I do not know where I'm pulling this energy from because I'm waking up at three, 4 a.m. in the morning and going to sleep around 11 and I don't have a life and people say, oh, you have to take a break. You have to do something else. You have to put your mind out of it. Uh, so many people have said, it's been 10 years, you should quit. Um, and it's just like, I know that there's millions of people that can benefit from this. And this sacrifice that I'm making has to pay off. I've seen so many people do a fraction of what I'm doing and they have raised millions and I have seen so many silly things being funded. And I'm like, well, you know, in perspective, if what they did worked, what I'm doing should at some point work. So I keep trying and I'm thinking that, and I'm hoping that at some point it, it's going to click with somebody. It's the, the biggest challenge that I have and I have always had it is communication and and getting the people that have to understand it to understand it so they can help me so I can keep going. And that is, you know, what I'm struggling with. The where I pull this energy from is is different places. And there's another thing that I really believe that is 
there is no problem that doesn't have a solution. And if sometimes you think of what other people have done and then you put it in perspective to your situation and you think, would that work? Perhaps not because of A and B. Well, what if we get creative? What if we turn the whole thing around and make it this other way by using that initial concept? I don't know if I'm getting you lost, but yeah. I'm trying well, to. But I want, I mean, obviously there's a lot more to, to follow up and unpack with you because we're, we're really enjoying the content that you're sharing with us. And now what we're going to do, which we haven't done too often, actually we haven't done yet, was that we're thinking actually making this a, a two-part. We're going to add two-parter. Yeah. We're add some more. We're going to add, so we'll have another interview because um, I think we're getting into an awesome rhythm. We want to get more from you. Um, we have a few minutes left. So maybe if, if you like in the next three minutes um, or we can wait, you talked about sacrifice. I would love if you could share with our audience. When you say sacrifice, can you give us specifics of sacrifice? Like, you know, describe it in a way that we can visualize it. Yeah, I was just thinking because I, I want to talk about, talk to Max about sacrifice almost as its own, not quite theme, but section of this podcast. You know what I mean, Max? Because Because your story is compelling. And what I love about how you talk is that you don't care where you get your energy from. You just care that you get energy, right? It's, it, it, it exudes you. You just, in talking to you about being, you know, we're all ramen devoted. I, I love, I, I think my clothes smell like ramen noodles still, right? Yeah. We, we all come from that, but what we all share is this drive that's unflappable. I mean, let's be honest, how many people have told you you should quit. I stopped counting. I filled up a notebook yeah. starting with my parents. And you know, of course it's easy to say to quit because it's easy to quit, but that's what I want to talk about next time. If it's okay to have you back and literally come, this is the first time we've done this. I think that to Calm's point, there's a lot more to unpack and really it's about giving back to you talk about giving back to your customers and your employees and your content providers, but it's also giving back to the community that listens to this. I want to, I want the audience to hear what you go through, not just because it's an awesome, compelling feel story. It. Feel it when they hear that's what you go through. You hmm. have to go through it. Right. Yep. It's, there's no other way. I, I just, I can't stop. I know that it feels like I'm, you know, so close, so close. And I have a friend that has been with me since the beginning and he sees the progress uh, that, you know, from that point to this one. And, you know, he's, he keeps saying, you're, you're very close, you're closer than ever. And, you, you know, it's like, there is no, I, it, everybody says, you know, you should quit, but I, I don't know, for some reason, I just can't, I, yeah. I, I spent, it's, it's kind of like, you know, when you're in a relationship and it, it you you feel that it's not going well and you want to break up, but then you feel like you wasted all this time that you invested in the person. It's like, well, we just keep going and see how it goes. Um, you know, not the best example, but it's just like, it's really hard to quit it because I do know that there's a good thing at the end of the tunnel, so. Uh, that was a learning experience, whether you knew about it at the time. I mean, I know the way I learned 
you look back and say, wow, that was a hell of a learning experience. It didn't feel like it when I was going through it, but how that changed, not the relationship details, but how that changed your thinking by going through that to better position yourself to be where you are today. And I will tell you as, as a serial entrepreneur, making your first dollar is a thousand times harder than making your first million. Once you make the first dollar, it just becomes a lot easier. It never gets easy, but it gets easier. Now, Max, you're the first on this, so we've kind of cheated a little bit, and I told you about sacrifice, but that's all right. So think about that a little bit, because that's what I want to talk about is, you know, the sacrifices you, you went through, that frankly, being an entrepreneur demands of the entrepreneur, right? Everybody goes through it. It might be easier for some, might be different for others, but I don't think that the people that say, hey, you should quit, comprehend the level of sacrifice that entrepreneurs really have to go through to get to that level of success. Cool. Hey guys. Well, I appreciate it, Max. Awesome. I really do. Yeah. Great. Great. It's great when time goes by like that. So yeah, we'll see did. you next week. And, um, you know, you know where I am if you ever need anything in, in a week, but we'll catch up next week and literally pick up from where we left off. Sounds good. Okay, guys. Thanks, awesome my man. Day. Thanks, hey, everyone. Thank you. Take care. So this is not so much just for our listeners. It's with our listeners. We're doing this with them, not just for them. We're all together in this big, massive, disconnected group called entrepreneurs. Find us on Facebook and LinkedIn at The Vulnerable Entrepreneurs. Twitter and Instagram at The VE Podcast. The VE Vulnerable Entrepreneur Podcast. And join the conversation by visiting us on our website, thevepodcast.com and email us at hello at thevepodcast.com. Thanks everybody for joining us today. That wraps it up. We understand that every minute of your day is valuable and we appreciate you spending time with us today. 